Welcome to Deeper Dive. I'm your host, Jay Wald. And this podcast is brought to you by Plantation SDA Church. This is season two, episode 44. And I'm with the lady that makes everything possible. Um, you know what? She just I'm just going to call it on. <laughs> hey, Joe. How are you? How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, thanks for making everything possible. Appreciate you. Hey, appreciate you too, Joe. All right, we're back again. I uh, want to thank all our podcast listeners uh, for taking the time out to listen to us. Whatever uh, social media that you uh, platform that you may be using, uh, if you have any questions, comments, or any concerns, please contact us via WhatsApp at 954-388-8780. Guess what, Don? I know. We got a first-timer. We got a first-timer. <laughs> a newbie. A newbie. And, and check this out. He's the first one with the first two names. I know. Fred Tony. <laughs> He's the only one. He's the only one here so far. And all yes, podcasts, the first name. The first names, first right? Names. Yeah. So, you know, if they don't know about now, welcome Elder Fred Tony. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, How are you doing today? How's the family? Good. I'm good. And so far, the family is good. That's good, yeah, good there. Your wife, she came back from Haiti. How was that trip? Good? It was a good trip, by okay. the way. Very good, good, good trip. And, you know, the the great story and around this trip, you know, the great testimony. Okay. And then, so, it was a good time. She had a good time with her mom. And then she had uh, also great experience meeting with people as well and helping people. So, yeah, she came back safely. And this week, actually, this past week, her sisters who are still in AET, they came back as well. All right. Well, good to hear, bro. I want to thank you for that. All right. As we always do, Don, before we get started, move on. Let's get a word of prayer. Mm -hmm. Father God, we thank you once again for this beautiful day you've given us, Lord. Thank you for the message that was given to us, Lord, by our brother. Lord, thank you for just continue to bless the podcast and all the components, Lord. Continue to bless our co-hosts, hosts, and everybody else that makes everything possible for your glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 All righty. So, um, so your title, Power of a Witness. How how do you come across that then, Brother Fred? Well, uh, actually, since the beginning of the month, working on, on, on my sermon and deciding finally what would be the title and finally what would be the sermon, praying about it. And then uh, I, uh, I, in my reading, okay, mm -hmm. and because this is Christian service, I made, uh, I read a lot in the book of Acts and I uh, read um, the four gospels and then mm -hmm. some works in the uh, of Apostle Paul and then finally I had that verse uh, Acts chapter 1 verse 8 and truth be told um, the previous Sabbath when Pastor McCoy preached right. while I was sitting at church and then listening to his sermon and then this is when uh, I, 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 I get most of the part of my sermon. So some part, I do, we do some part. And because of how powerful 
his message um, was and resonated to me personally Mm -hmm. about Jesus' compassion, about the need for for laborers, about the feeling. Then I asked myself the question, yeah, why, um, as he mentioned, why we know we have to do it and we don't do it. Mm-hmm. And then this mm-hmm. is where I plug it to that verse. Literally, um, this is because of a lack of the presence of the Holy Spirit in our life. Mm-hmm. If we constantly have the Holy Spirit in us, the Holy Spirit will constantly put us in condition to work in the large field because mm-hmm. there are a lot of needs in the field. Right. Yeah. And obviously, uh, what the verse is asking us is once you receive the Holy Spirit, you will become my witness because you know me, because you live with me. So you will have a powerful testimony. Mm-hmm. Right. This is where mm-hmm. I came with the power of, the, of a testimony, of a witness. Thank you, brother. Mm-hmm. So, um, you had this very interesting story at the beginning of your sermon about mm-hmm. the gentleman that was released. <clears throat> Why did you choose that story to coincide with the power of a witness? Um, yeah, I was thinking about uh, how to start it with an example, a real life example, mm-hmm. which is not just um, um, going through the Bible and bring an example from the Bible. You could find, you will find example in the Bible. But I was thinking about what is that real life experience? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I don't know why, but what came into my mind are those people who were incarcerated unjustly Mm -hmm. because someone Mm -hmm. said, yeah, they did something that actually they didn't do. Mm -hmm. And once that idea came into my mind, I knew already about uh, the Innocence Project. Mm -hmm. So I went and I I, I actually researched the Innocence Project. And then, and actually from the Innocence Project, I was... uh, um, um, actually, uh, I found out about that order, a, a non-profit. I didn't mention it uh, in my preaching, but that different, another non-profit who compiles statistics. Uh, it's called, uh, give you the, the exact name, the National Registry of Exoneration. Oh, the okay. National Registry of Exoneration. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, and then I found that this specific case uh, on their website because they have a list of cases uh, for people who spend, from people who spend the most time in prison and who were exonerated and later on. Actually, this gentleman is not the the the, the worst one. They are 44 years and stuff. Mm. Uh, people who spend 44 years of their lives and were 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 actually exonerated later on. Mm. So I found that specific case, I choose that specific case uh, uh, to start the the sermon because Mm. it's a witness who was one of the key factor 
to convince a jury that this guy, yes. he was the one uh, who, did, who committed the crime. Wow. And unfortunately, he, he was not the one, you know, and how I said it, think about how powerful that witness testimony yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. And to put this man away for what, 43 years? The gentleman, 43 years of his life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, exactly. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think about, I don't know, I think about that, uh, what's that movie? Uh, I was Don, just what? about to say that. I was just about to look it up. There was a movie <laughs> with the guy, right? Mm-hmm. That came. I'm. I'm just thinking. Yeah, see how we think, Fred. You see how we think, Fred. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There yeah, was a movie with that uh, guy, and he. Uh, and he was in had, the death chamber or something like that. No. Huh? No. Is the one who all, was all the way in the de- death chamber and. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he was I, supposed I, to go I, on death row, and then he didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I know you're Remember movies' names, but I, I think that uh, I see. Yeah. 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 I don't know. But this guy was not. He was not. No. At that point, because fortunately enough, and because the Supreme Court um shut down the death penalty in North Carolina the same day he was sentenced, so his sentence was commuted from death penalty to life in prison you know so um, that's unfortunate yeah 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 mm. and he's still alive by the way oh mm. that's good yeah. that's good i'm sure he's yeah i'm sure he's going around telling his story yeah he was i saw it on online but that one that we saw in the movie he had died i remember yeah. he had died mm-hmm. afterwards mm-hmm. yeah such a shame there's a, a part on Acts 1-8 you said that was real significant. The Bible says, well, you shall be a witness. Elaborate that more. He talked about, you know, in Jer- Jerusalem and all Judea and all parts of the earth. That yeah. tied into your sermon. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. The, the idea is, uh, um, I think that Jesus, by setting that mission for them, mm-hmm. kind of, they were already with Jesus. And yeah. don't forget that they have, at some point, Jesus gave them, gave them the mission, sent them out two by twos. Yeah. And actually, where they had to go, it was in friendly territories. You mm-hmm. know, friendly territories. They had to avoid some territories. Yeah. But now Jesus is going, the Holy Spirit is coming. Now Jesus is setting the the, the the mission is extending the mission field mm-hmm. to other territories on friendly territories and to other ethnicity you know yeah. yeah they had to start in jerusalem and judea among people they knew they used mm-hmm. to work among those people mm-hmm. but when they passed judea going to samaria now they are in hostile territory already this mm. is both an extension geograph- geographically, but yeah. also an extension in terms of ethnicity. This was a, a, a different ethnicity. And Jesus told them, okay, you are not going to stay in Samaria. And this message must be preached and you must be a witness yeah. 
everywhere. Mm. Wherever there is a human being, there is a need to go and testify about what you know, what you heard, what you experience, knowing Jesus. But you would do all that if you accept the outpouring of the Holy Spirit that is coming to give you that power. Mm. Amen, brother. Why do you think that in the church, we tend to sit down and think, well, you know what? I don't want to do this yet. I don't want to do ministry. That person over there is better at doing that than I am. I don't want to take up that position. Is it because we don't have the Holy Spirit because we don't ask for the Holy Spirit or is it just something else? Uh, I think that generally we, uh, we approach ministry at some point like uh, uh, something that we do because of knowledge, human experience, mm -hmm. and purely human characteristic, mm -hmm. I would say. But we, and by the way, we know that we need the Holy Spirit to work with us. Mm. Definitely. But I feel that in our thinking, in our visioning, in our planning, we think about, okay, who is best at doing what? Mm. So it's the whole human involvement, human process. Mm. While we should have gone the other way, we should sit, pray, and call for special outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and then go into action. Because mm -hmm. guess what? If the disciple, they, understand again, they used to do ministry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They used to testify. Mm -hmm. So Jesus, after Jesus died, they could go straight into action and say, all right, guys, Jesus is no more. Let's mm -hmm. go and let's continue to do the work. Mm -hmm. But why do you think Jesus has to tell them, listen, don't go yet. Mm -hmm. Wait for what the father promised. Because mm -hmm. Jesus knew there were a different uh, um, um, level that they would never reach by doing it by themselves. Yes. Although they lived with Jesus, mm. with the master, that yeah. was not enough. They needed something more. And I think that uh, actually, um, um, I, I, I said once that probably they would be planning an evangelistic series and they would be thinking about, uh, it was not part of my message, but uh, it was part of a different message I did once. Uh, they were probably planning a, an evangelistic series and then thinking about what they need a translator because there are a lot of people that would be uh, from different backgrounds you know, yeah. lis listening yeah. to them. But yeah. by receiving that power, they, they, they were able to speak different languages. Mm. But if it was pure human planning, you would have to plan, okay, are we going to deal with the people 
who don't speak the same speak language. language. Right, so right. Do we have a platform yet? How are we going to deal with this and that? This is the, uh, and the point is, I didn't want to um, um, give the impression that giftedness is not what we need, is not important. Mm. No, this is not my point. Giftedness is very important. Why? Because we didn't decide, oh, I have that gift or I have so-and-so gift. Mm -hmm. This is, again, a gift from God. So, however, regardless of our area of giftedness, we should tell ourselves, actually, God gave us gift so that God can use us through his Holy Spirit to be a witness using those gifts in the mission field. Yeah. Not necessarily to stay in our corner and say, oh, I cannot preach. Mm -hmm. No, not everyone will have to preach, mm. but no, yeah. everyone has a role to play in the, 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 the mission field. Mm. Right. There is um, a section in your sermon that you spoke about the, the Good Samaritan, remember? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And you said how he acted with compassion. You know, I thought Don and I, we spoke about this, I think, a couple of months ago. Somebody had a sermon similar to that. Mm. And, you know, one of the Pharisees and somebody else was something else. And they seemed mm. like they were too busy to take mm. the time. But the mm. fact that how you emphasize how this guy showed compassion. compassion. Mm. Uh, actually, the, the, the verse... The, the the verse mentioned the the, the, the compassion part. Yeah, uh, it's the Bible said he right. saw the man because he saw the need. Right. And when he saw the need, and he had compassion for that person, mm. and because he had compassion, guess what? What he did, it's that changed completely his scheduling. Because mm -hmm. what? Oh, the, there is someone in need. I need to take care of that person. And if I need to take care of that person, I need to do what I, whatever I can in my capacity right. to care for that person. But what I pointed to specifically about the, the, the compassion part, the guy he had money. Yeah. This is what he showed in his story. He, he had social. money, you know, mm -hmm. he had money. So he could have asked someone to take care <laughs> of the wounded man and give the money and say, okay, take care of it on my way back. I, I'll check out, mm. you know, he could well, have, let... he could ask someone to say, okay, help me take him to the hotel, get him in the hotel and pay and say, okay, take care of, it, of this gentleman and I'll be back. Mm. But no, he stopped completely what he was about to do. Mm. He took care personally of this man, yeah. stayed overnight with, with this man until the next day. Now I'm assuming, well, this is a parable from Jesus. I'm assuming the next day he was comfortable enough, enough to, to see the progress of this man. Yeah. He felt that, now I am adding, right? He, he felt that, okay, it's fine if I leave him with someone now mm, and leave yeah. money mm. uh, and then you know to prepare good food for him you know mm. so, so 
yes. You know, the point I wanted to say, I just wanted to add that a little bit. Uh, most of us, modern day time, will be right back where you mentioned where he would leave it with someone else. Mm. A lot of us tend to do that. Yep. We leave that person with that. With somebody else. To, to, to somebody else. A lot of mm. us do that now. Yeah. yeah. Not that extra care no. to go, let me stay with him and mm. tend to his wounds. And because and, the man was resourceful, we know that. And people are today resourceful. Yeah. But it seems like we only stop short of that. And I, I would even go further, Joe, to say that even people in the church, you would think uh, yeah. that as a Christian, we yeah. would naturally do this. We would naturally show compassion to one another. Mm-hmm. But we're more likely to just put it to the side and say, ah, that's not yeah. my problem. Yeah. I don't need to deal with that. Can you deal with that? Because you're more equipped to deal with that person. Yeah. Than I don't want to deal keep- with that. There you go, Don. Because I'll tell you, they'll put it off on you. You're exactly. more equipped than I am. Yeah. And yeah. I and I didn't go there in in, in the sermon, mm. but one of the danger, I call it a danger, a distraction. Let's say a distraction today mm. is our cell phones. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we we, we spend more time um, playing, you know, citizen journalist, mm. you know, filming than going into action mm. to really help you yep. know oh, yeah. i'm not i'm not yeah. saying people should not use their cell phone to, to right. you know right. Right. to film but, and but take picture because we know how important that is mm. but guess what but, but let, let me tell you something i'm sorry to interrupt but that's a worldly mm. response that's not mm. a, that's not a christian response it's not, it's not. we should be able to put down we should our be able to act. We'll just when act. we see that someone yeah. else needs help and act there you go just mm. act don't worry about oh let me film this and put this on youtube no mm. yeah. we should act act yeah that's what we christians should. do and, uh, and it's the same that it happens one example that happened earlier this month I, in in the subway i think in philadelphia Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it is in Philadelphia or Pennsylvania. I'm confusing those two. Uh, but uh, that woman was attacked in the subway by a man mm. and she was yeah, it, raped. No, but I thought it was in Florida. No one, no one there to stop what was, a, what was going on while uh, yeah. a lot of people were with their cell phone filming. And again, in that case, I think that it's fine that people take their put, pull their cell phone and film mm-hmm. what is going on. But mm-hmm. some people should have stepped in to help. Action. They should yeah. help. Yes. Yes. You know, and, and if, if if I'm correct, I think mm-hmm. it was employees came later, and they yeah. walked out like nothing happened. I think that's the video I'm looking at. That you're talking about uh, yeah, yeah you know, I, I, I don't have the all the details but yeah i, heard the I, I think that's the one you're talking recently, about early early, uh, early uh, in october actually mm-hmm. yeah crazy yeah, hmm. yeah so the, the 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 point is uh, when jesus said you will be my witness oh i know that we think about preaching the gospel and that's yeah. true right but when he say witness to testify so we did it. When you know Jesus, you don't testify only about him preaching the gospel because mm. this is not only what he did. Yeah. And as right. I went through in my sermon, he did a lot of miracles. Yes. He did and different type of miracles. Mm. 
Mm. He did a lot of other things that are worth testifying about. Right, right, right. Obviously, preaching the gospel. Mm. And I think that a lot of people that were following Jesus, Mm. they were not following Jesus because they were invited to hear Jesus speak a message, mm. uh, 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 preach a sermon. Mm. Yeah. They were following Jesus because other people told them that this man is healing the sick. Mm. Yeah. This man yeah. is doing great things. Right. So they were following him probably to get healed, to mm-hmm. touch him, you know, to get healed, or to witness that what, what was being said in town was true. Mm. And then they got exposed to the miracle of Jesus or to the preaching of Jesus. So we should see our uh, responsibility as yeah. Christian, as witness, in a very large sense, mm. Mm. Uh, if we really have to testify about the entire package that Jesus was. Yeah. So our testimony our personal testimony of what God has done for us is very important for us to share. Would you agree? Oh, definitely. Mm. Actually, I didn't touch on that at all. Mm. Uh, I'm specified that at all. Definitely. Mm. And why, number we, two. why we have... <laughs> <laughs> Just let you know. Just give me a little heads up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Why we have personal testimonies? It's because we have a relationship with Jesus. Amen. And why do we have those testimonies? Because we we know in that relationship, Mm. we know that Jesus did great things for others. Yes. Not just back in the days, Mm. but now Jesus is doing still doing great miracles. Still doing. So we've uh, we had personal miracles in our life in the past so why we have testimonies because we have a relationship with jesus Mm. or we were close to someone who had a relationship with jesus through that person we are that person witnessed to us testify about the goodness of god and we tell ourselves oh let's go and let's try this jesus Mm-hmm. And then we have our own testimony. We have our own moment mm-hmm. where yeah. we can touch his garment, mm-hmm. where we, can, we are healed by Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then when that happened to us, what do you think? We should call on the power, the Holy Spirit, so we can continue the cycle of being witnesses, testifying about God's goodness and mercy. Acts 1.8. Amen. So why do you think as Christians, we don't, we shy away from doing that sometimes when we're in, we're around non-Christians and we have an opportunity. God gives us the opportunity to witness to them, to tell them of your experiences. Why do you think we don't want to? Well, uh, I'll be honest. Sometimes I'm asking myself why. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I ask myself why I'm in a situation uh, and I meet someone, you know, and I have something that happened to me not long ago, probably a few months. Mm. I meet that gentleman who told me that he's not feeling well and 
you know, well, I was driving also and then not feeling well. And I asked him, what are you doing now? He told me, yeah, I'm doing better now, you know, and I'll do him, okay, I'll, I'll pray for you. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's a Christian or not. Mm -hmm. I, I'll keep you in my prayers and I mm -hmm. pray for you. So you told me that you are better now. So you are completely um, um, healed and restored. Mm. And then I went on to my way. And after that, I had that quite immediately, I have that feeling of guilt telling myself, could you not stay more and ask this gentleman, what can I do for you? Can I do something to help you? Yeah. Instead of just promising him to pray for him. Mm. It's good to pray for people. Mm. Yeah, it is. But witnessing is more than praying for people. Hmm. Is, that, is helping them, attending to their needs. Yeah. Probably he needed something. I am not sure. But I felt guilty for not even, for not asking the question. Mm. How can I do something specific for you? Mm. Not just promising to pray for. Yeah. Because so, the guy told me that he was not doing okay. Now he's better. That was not enough. Probably he's doing better, sure. But probably I could do something. So the point mm. is, God is bringing opportunities on our ways constantly yeah. to be a witness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. we miss those opportunities. Yeah. And then yeah. we are complaining, oh God, show me the way. Yeah. Oh, we need to stop asking God to show us the way. We need to start taking the opportunities that God brings to us. Mm -hmm. mm. And those mm. opportunities, they come in different way and different circumstances. Mm. It's not about someone telling us, oh, can you, uh, can you do a Bible study with me? No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of see that person really sick and really doing badly. No, opportunities come different ways instead of asking God to show us the way we need to take on the way, go on the way that God has already <laughs> yeah. prepared in mind for us. Yeah. Yeah. It's those are but you know what? We do have missed uh could I say good Samaritan moments. Mm. You know, oh, we yes. have missed a lot of them. Whether it's at the beginning, the middle of the end, somewhere we missed something. Mm. And like you say, you do have that guilt and it's like, oh I could have done more. Mm. You know, I just could have done more. Mm. But, you know, thank God that we have a loving God and he, he knows our heart. Yeah. That yeah. something's going to come that way again, something like again. that. And, yeah. and we should know we how to react. To react. As a, as a, yes, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Instead of, you know, doing a worldly response, mm. you know, to doing that. So, yeah, that, that, that's a process learned. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And you know well, what? I would mm -hmm. add um, that this is a, why... The, the first part, part of the verse, Act 1, is so important. Mm. Promise. Jesus didn't say, oh, 
I will send you another Jesus, let's say the, the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. Mm -hmm. But I think that intentionally, even before specifying the Holy Spirit, specified it is coming in the form of a power. Mm -hmm. So what you will have, you will receive willpower, power to do things in my name. Mm -hmm. So if there is one thing that is important for us Christian living now is to pray constantly for the Holy Spirit to come and stay in our life. Mm. important not just to ask for the Holy Spirit in circumstances, mm. but to have a life of a, a, a life where we surrender our life, our will to God. Why? Because we have this power in us. If we have this power in us, we, are, we will surrender yeah. and allow the power to guide us. Mm. Yes. Really, to change our perspective of things in general and the way we interact with life circumstances. So I will not have to spend a day, a few days, or even now with some guilt, some feeling of, uh, of, of guilt because mm. I didn't react properly. Mm. But because that Holy Spirit is constant, you will not miss such opportunity. opportunity yeah i understand yeah yeah right. exactly right well right. don i'm good man uh me too man i got it but we we did set him up for the second sermon right <laughs> <laughs> that's all right yeah. thank you brother <laughs> you're most welcome man we thank you just for the fact of being an elder a brother a friend mm. we want to thank you man blessings to your family Mm -hmm. And just to, to just to just to bring out a relevant message that we just need to to do that every day, you know, you, in constant day. communication with Christ, uh, yeah. we will see these moments and act upon it as Christians. Mm. So that's what's important. So, thank you. As we always do, Fred. Uh, thank you very much for doing that. Uh, we ask you if you lead us out in a word of prayer. Mm -hmm. Thank you, dear Lord, dear Heavenly Father. We are so thankful, Lord for the reminder. We all knew about uh, this specific verse in your word. Some of us for a very, very long time. We all know about the importance and of our need for the Holy Spirit to come in our life. What happened that, Lord, in our journey so many times, we fail to acknowledge that presence. We close our ears to the, to the voice of the Spirit, turn our back, doing it our own ways. And sometimes thinking that we are prepared, we are experienced, we know what we are doing. Mm. And you called us again and you invite us to open our life to this power. So Lord, I pray that each one of us 
will accept that offer. Invite your Holy Spirit in us. Surrender our will to the voice and to the will of your Spirit so we can be transformed into powerful witnesses of the greatness and the goodness of God. So we'll be an agent of change and transformation in people's life. Not because no, we know how to do so, but because our your, your Holy Spirit has equipped us for the mission. This is our prayer, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen, Fred. Fred, thank you, brother. Um, thank you. Once again, all blessings to your family. Yeah. And I hope to see you on here again soon. Soon. For that, yeah. Thank you. And, right. So don't go nowhere yet. Mm. Give me just a few minutes. I wanted to say to listen to uh, Elder Fred Tony's full sermon, go to Plantation SDA uh, Church YouTube channel or simply go to PlantationSDA.tv. Mm. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel to be notified of all our upcoming live streams and programs. And lastly, please subscribe to your favorite podcast app. Well, you know, you know what to say on that one, Don. Like. <laughs> Hit that like button. <laughs> that way you're continuing liking us, you know? Because mm -hmm. uh, we're getting up there somewhere, Don. We're getting up there. Yeah, yeah. All right. And uh, once again, Don, take it away. Well, we only have one birthday today. And what? it is Antonio Anderson Sr. What? November 1st. Yes. What? Antonio's birthday. Happy birthday. All right. We got to get him Happy a shout birthday, out. Happy birthday, Antonio. Antonio, yes. That's yes. right, my brother. Yes. Got to give him a shout out. That's good. Yes. That's good. Mm -hmm. I tell you. All right. Well, once again, Fred, have a good evening. Mm -hmm. Don, Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Thank you very much. And once again, uh, whoever's out there, who's ever listening, continue. Do not pass up those good Samaritan moments. Mm -hmm. Blessings to all. Amen.